When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Cog Hill Golf and Country Club. I am so excited to partner with them once again in 2022 because they've got a lot of great stuff going on, including an entirely redesigned and renovated driving range and practice area. It's got Top Tracer. It's got, what, like 42 heated bays, individually heated, by the way. And it's even got a food truck and much, much more, such as two bars. Yeah, that's right. Go out to CogHillGolf.com today to learn a little bit more. And, of course, you already know about all their great golf courses, CogHillGolf.com. We're also pleased to continue to work with our friends at WorldwideGolfShops.com. You've heard me talk about them many times before. They've got everything you need for golf. They've got apparel, accessories, training aids, all the new equipment. They've got deals like every single day. And going out to WorldwideGolfShops.com might just help you improve your game this golf season. WorldwideGolfShops.com. Welcome to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for all things golf, including in-depth interviews, new equipment highlights, and answers to golf questions you might be too afraid to ask. My goal? To help you learn more about the game so you can enjoy it even more. Let's dive in. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show. This is the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, and I'm Adam. You know me from GolfUnfiltered.com, and you can follow me all over social media at Golf Unfiltered. And you can send me an email, adam at golfunfiltered.com. Today we've got a great episode. We have an interview with Travis Baker. He is the founder, CEO of Waggle Golf, a golf apparel company that I have recently become accustomed to. They've got a lot of great styles, a lot of great patterns. It's a very interesting independent golf apparel company right now. And I know that there are a lot of companies similar to Waggle in terms of their approach. Definitely not in terms of the quality of the clothing that they produce because they've got some great stuff over at Waggle. I've had the opportunity to try not only their uh, quarter zips but also a few polos and a couple hats. And as we talk about in today's conversation with Travis, uh, it hasn't been an easy road. He started off in a different industry. Uh, he obviously has a lot of interest in the game of golf, of course, and that interest along with his desire to make something his own carried over into what became Waggle Golf. It's a story that we've heard from other brands as well, and it's just one of those stories that I enjoy hearing about, especially from young entrepreneurs like Travis, uh, and I think you will too. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this conversation with Travis Baker. All right, everyone, welcome back, and hello to everyone in YouTube land. Joining me today from Waggle, uh, Waggle Golf is Travis Baker. Travis, we have been in correspondence for a little bit now you've sent over a lot of great stuff you've got some great stuff behind you people are going to love watching this on youtube how are you today i'm good yeah thanks for thanks for having me on i'm glad we could finally make it work i know there's a couple uh reschedules involved um but we're we're here so we're doing it we're here we're doing it you're a busy man you're a busy company and i have to admit i hadn't heard of waggle until just recently but before we get into all the great things that you're doing why don't you let our listeners know a little bit about you and how you got involved in the apparel and accessory uh, industry? Yeah, I guess. 
for me, I just always wanted to do uh, my own thing. That was kind of always the objective was to try to start my own my own business of some kind. When I I got out of school, I went to business for operations um, at the University of St. Thomas here in St. Paul, Minnesota, which is where we're based um, here uh, in Minnesota. And I worked at uh, Best Buy Corporate for a couple of years and 3M for a couple of years and doing supply chain and manufacturing, uh, so things of that nature. So I had some experience in, in manufacturing, kind of like working uh, overseas and some of that stuff, uh, not in the apparel space by any means, but I had some background there. Uh, I took a stab at a couple small hockey-related businesses, which uh, was really like my first uh, love. I played hockey through college, and uh, I always assumed if I started a business, I'd want to do something you know, related to something that I like or that I love. And so I started some small things with hockey. They never really panned out. There was a stick business involved. That was a bad idea. There was like a hockey training product business involved. That was like fine, but small potatoes. But what it did do is it was it taught me a lot of different things. So it taught me like design. It taught me web development. It taught me how to fulfill orders, how to do advertising, different things like that. So it was uh, really like the training course to Waggle is what I always say. <clears throat> and then ultimately when I had the idea uh, for Waggle, it was just based around the fact that I was noticing at the time, like all my friends and people out and about wearing like the fun pattern button up shirts, just out and about and things like that. And to me, it was like, why isn't there anything like that in, in golf? Like, why can't you, you know, wear something more expressive in golf and, and fun and unique uh, to your own style? And that was kind of where the deal, the idea was born and started with a few polos. And here we are, I guess, three and a half years later, and it's been kind of a wild ride. I'm obviously not with my, uh, I'm not with my job at 3M anymore. I left that like a year ago. I'm out of the basement. So things have progressed. I have employees. So it's been, it's been a lot, it's been a wild ride, but it's been a lot of fun. I love hearing stories like Waggle and what you just shared because you work in different industries leading up to the moment that you're at now and you just kind of borrow and learn along the way and you bring that with you. And it sounds like that's exactly what happened with your uh, journey. Yeah, for sure. I mean, my, you know, my day jobs, my corporate jobs that I had <laughs> definitely taught me a lot, but there's nothing like just jumping in and trying something on your own. I mean, those small um, hockey businesses that I started were, you know, more valuable than any like grad degree or things like that than I ever could have like imagined getting. Uh, it was just a crash course in like all things of the how to start a business. And it takes a lot of time to learn a lot of different things. I still don't know a lot of different things, but it certainly allowed me to get Waggle up and running that much faster when I ultimately knew I had something. Yeah, that's always a really important par uh, part of the whole process. And we've had a few other apparel uh, brands on in the show in the past. And what I've always been told, and I don't know if you agree or not, but a lot of people are told, wow, this is such a competitive space that, wow, what what are you doing? So I'm sure you probably heard that too. Yeah, and it is, uh, you know, it is competitive. You know, there's nothing you know, outside of kind of the industry knowledge and, uh, you know, those learning curves, you know, there's not necessarily anything that prevents somebody from coming into this industry and trying to do something. Um, the key is just, can you differentiate yourself enough to create a niche in the market that you can kind of capitalize on? And totally, I mean, I, I definitely never, never thought that Waggle was like necessarily a home run. 
Um, I thought it had a chance, obviously, or I wouldn't have done it, but, um, but it's been an evolution, you know, even since I started. Uh, and it's still a challenge, and it's still a competitive space. So it's uh, it's certainly a challenge, but it's uh, it's not something that can't be done. It's just finding the right the right niche. Yeah, always. And as I mentioned before, I've just recently become aware of Waggle. Truth be told, another friend of mine in the golf space told me about it, and you have such unique, and you even mentioned it, unique patterns and takes on golf apparel. Uh, you can't help but notice and want to be involved in it. Uh, where do you get your ideas for some of the designs that you have? They're, they're fantastic. Yeah. The ideas come from all over really. Uh, you know, we, we try to start, um, you know, we're Midwest based, we're Minnesota based. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, brands nowadays doing kind of like tropical things and things like that and, and funky patterns or whatever. And we have some of those, um, that are just, you know, mainly floral or, things like that. But the animals for us is kind of like what we like. Um, you know, we believe that customers kind of hold a different connection to certain animals for whatever reason, whether that's like the region that you're based in or things like that. I think more so in the, in the Midwest even too, um, uh, but all over. And so we try to, you know, come up with our designs uh, in terms of like, you know, what what different colors we think, what different animals we think are going to work. And that is a long process. And the, the funny thing is, is we don't always know. <laughs> we don't always know what is going to work. I mean, we have come up with countless ideas that never make it. Um, we have come up with some ideas that we thought, eh, it'll be okay. And it ended up being a home run or it'll be okay. And it ended up being a flop. And so it is very like hit or miss sometimes because you are really even it's like the, the niche within a niche, right? Like mm -hmm. our business at a, at a whole is a niche, but um, each individual design is kind of its own little market in itself. So yeah, it's a challenge to continue to come up with designs for sure. And for the listeners uh, who are listening to this on audio, uh, you know, Travis, you've got the moose hat. It's, it's one of your newer releases, I believe I saw recently. Yes. As of today, actually. Nice, nice. And I'm wearing the uh, the goat hat, which is, you know, a goat shape with the tiger background in it. And I think that's we were joking around before we started here. You know, it's kind of a, a, a coincidental thing where we're taping this the uh, Thursday before the Super Bowl. That kind of worked out pretty nice. Yeah, obviously, the intent from a golf brand uh, with sure. that design was to focus on Tiger Woods. But uh, we're not going to deny that people might think that it's a Bengals, uh, a Bengals hat or a Joe Burrow hat. Uh, I hadn't really even thought about it myself, but I had someone uh, Instagram messaged us uh, a photo of their husband who was at a mm. bar, a Bengals bar. And he the, the message from this woman was, you know, my husband can't go anywhere in this bar without people asking about his Joe Burrow hat. <laughs> and I, uh, I wasn't going to tell her that it wasn't a Joe Burrow hat. And in that moment I was like, well, yeah, maybe it is for a couple of weeks. It's a Joe Burrow hat. We can, we can go with that until Tiger decides he's going to play again. It's a Joe Burrow hat. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. You got to go with it, you know, and then who knows by the time this releases, maybe he's a Super Bowl champion. So that's a yeah, good, that's happy right. coincidence there. Right. So, um, you know, obviously there's, we talked about the competitive space of, of golf apparel. Uh, you've got a lot of different things that you offer. Maybe talk a little bit about the different styles as well as the offerings that you do have. And the, the website, I should say to listeners is getyourwaggleon.com. Go out and uh, take a look at all the things that we're talking about. You offer polos, you offer uh, pullovers, you offer all sorts of things. 
Yeah, so the business started as a polo business to to begin with. Um, so that was kind of our core our core product to start for maybe the first I don't know year and a half or so. <clears throat> and then we introduced hats, and those have really taken off. The hats have been have been really popular uh, for us, and uh, you know they're they're built for golf. But I think we find that a lot of people love to wear them casually. Uh, you know, part of the reason why. I wanted to design the hat the way that I did was because some of my favorite hats that I would wear prior to doing Waggle were golf hats because a lot of times they were a little bit lighter in weight, a little bit more breathable, things like that. So, you know, that's how we built it. Um, but it's got kind of a casual vibe and uh, people seem to like them. And uh, we have expanded our outerwear quite significantly. We we had quarter zips. Uh, now we have um, these like quarter zip hoodies, uh, such as this one that I'm wearing. Those we launched just this past fall. They sold out really fast uh we don't have any more we can't get any more in time before the warm weather hits so i wish we could um but those have been very popular and we'll have we'll have some additional things this this coming fall and we'll kind of expand the, the outerwear offering as well because that seems to be it seems to be popular with people absolutely and i know i've got a couple of the quarter zips and i was able to try to you know try them out and these are of a quality that i mean these <laughs> I don't want you to have to charge people more money, but these are worth a lot more than what you're charging. I mean, these are really top notch things. And my buddy who actually pointed it out to me, he's like, dude, you need to get on this right now. I mean, that, so for the the benefit of the listeners watching this, I mean, this is really top notch stuff. Yeah. And I appreciate that. That, that goes a long ways for sure. Uh, but you, you hit it. I mean, the, the thing with, uh, with us, with Waggle in general is the designs are a lot of times what bring people in, but uh, once you're in, I hope people realize kind of like you did, like the product, we don't skimp on the products. Like we, just because we think the designs are what sells the apparel, like that's not where, where it stops with us. I mean, our number one focus with anything we make is just comfort. And I think that aside from loving the design, the thing we hear the most is just like how soft, how comfortable all of our apparel is. And if you've had one of our quarter zips or one of our polos, you know exactly what I'm talking about because it's just it's a different material. And I'm, you know, I'm a golfer, you know, as a hockey player turned golfer now that I don't play anymore. And so I love golf and I've owned all the golf apparel and there's, there's great stuff out there. Don't get me wrong, but I would, I'm biased, but I, you know, our stuff is very soft and very comfortable compared to other things on the market. And that's, you know, a focus for us. So it's not just the designs. It's not just the, for show. We, we have quality products as well. Yeah, definitely. And I know that uh, a lot of companies these days, especially in the apparel space, they want to have that ability to offer you products that you can wear on the course and then and then some, you know, you can come to the course in it, you can play around a golf in it, and then you can even go out in it if you want. And I would say that Waggle checks all those boxes. Yeah, it does. I mean, we we try to, to have a well-rounded assortment where it's not just something you can wear um, golfing. It's something you can wear, you know, at home or out on the town or, or things like that, for sure. Um, and we also understand, like, you know, we have unique designs. We have unique brands. It's not necessarily everybody's style. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, you know, everybody who ever sees Waggle is in love with Waggle, but that's not that's not the idea that the intent is just for those people who are okay being a little bit bold or have uh you know, have a unique set of style. Like, you know, we're here for you. We have quality products and um, you know, a lot of people like them. You know, I think that's a really interesting point because, you know, sometimes I feel that especially overly competitive golfers, like I play with some friends that are very, mm -hmm. very skilled and uh, they were also hockey players before. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, they sometimes forget that this is a game. 
you got to go out there and have fun with it. And, and certainly, you know, not to uh, be too cliche, but the waggle designs, I mean, you're having fun on the course. I think that's really a big point if I'm understanding correctly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a golfer. I'm a, I'm a fan of golf. Um, I love the game, but what I love most about it is sure. Like there's a competition involved, but it's more like when I play, it's more like with myself. Like I, I don't really care what everybody else is doing. What's more important to me is like, do I have a good group of guys with me? Do I have a good group of friends that I'm playing with? Like being outdoors, you know, having a few drinks with the guys, like that's really what golf is about to me now. Like that's, what's fun for me. And I, I think that our brand is just, you know, hopefully elevating that experience for people and just, um, you know, creating that fun environment um, that it should be. Um, and I, I totally agree with you. Like those super uber competitive settings, like sometimes those aren't the guys who want to wear our stuff. Like I, I'll refer to them as maybe like the country club guys at times or right. things like that. Um, that's not necessarily our, our identity. Uh, we hope that those guys will try it, but you know, if they don't, we're, we're more about that experience and, and on the course than necessarily the serious, uh, side of golf. Yeah. Staying in touch with, you know, your core, staying in touch with and understanding your core demographic is an extremely important, uh, important part of any business along those lines. You know, how do you incorporate voice of customer? Do you do like product tests with customers? Do you bring them in to try out your stuff? How does that process work for you? Yeah, early on, it was a lot of trying to get customer feedback as much as we could. Uh, you know, I, was a team of one for a long time. I had obviously my opinions, my experiences based on golf, but you know, once you start making a product, it's about getting it out there, trying to get feedback. Uh, and so that's really where, where we started. And, and now, you know, we have, you know, reviews that you can leave, you know, on our website after you purchase, uh, that's a big help to us just to kind of understand where our customer base um, is and where it stands. Um, you know, I do a lot of conversations and reviews with our wholesale partners as well to try to understand, you know, who do you guys see, you know, buying our stuff? What's the, you know, what's the demographic? Um, what's the feedback? Those type of things. So constantly keeping that loop open is very important because you want to change and evolve and, and get better as much as you can. And and so, yeah, that's a, that's a big part of it. It's just, it's really just feedback. It's trying to get as much feedback as you can. So earlier you mentioned your journey, you went from different industries to where you are now, you're successful with what you're doing now, you're making great stuff. What was the biggest aha moment for you as you transitioned to where you are right now? Is there something that just came up or is like, wow, I never even knew that this was a thing in this apparel industry and I'm so glad that I know it now? Uh, yeah, that's a tough question. Um I think, I think the, the key is just, um, trying to understand like <clears throat> what your niche is. And I think I've mentioned that a couple times, but it's, it's a vast industry, right? Like apparel is, is a big space. And, um, to some of your previous points, like you can get lost, you know, you can be one of a million people doing a million different things, but can you find something, um, you know, that is a little bit different and do it really well? And then can you expand on that? Because sometimes it's not enough to just offer, you know, one thing that was great, but can you duplicate that effort? Like, can you continue to have like successful products and things that people like? And that gets really tough as you grow and you want to offer, you know, new product lines that stay consistent to your brand. And a lot of times that means introducing new manufacturers and new systems and, and that's all very hard to kind of keep straight. Um, but I think 
when we found it, um, you know, when we kind of came into a few of our best-selling polos, I think um, that was the key for me. Uh, like we have a <clears throat> cocky rooster polo. I don't know if you've seen it. That's been, oh yeah, it's been around. I think it was, oh gosh, like the sixth polo I ever did, fifth or sixth polo I ever did. So it was very early, like within the first six or nine months that I, I had started it. And I was really unsure about that when I when I did it, when we created the design and and went through with it. But it sold better than anything I had had before. And to me, that was the polo that really spoke to like, OK, here's how the brand can move forward. Um, there's a different set of audience that will be captured by certain polos for certain reasons. And people can find different meanings um, and different you know, connections to these designs. And that's what it's about. It's less about like, does that design look cool? It's more about how does that, how is that design going to connect with consumers? And I think that was kind of maybe the key, the key point. That's a really interesting point too. And and I imagine that it's that, you know, how, like you said, how do you connect to it and how does something, you know, make you just smile when you pull it out of your closet or maybe put it on your head, you know, it's like, wow, I'm going to go out and I'm going to enjoy myself, you know, for these four hours, five hours on a golf course. And I really like what I'm wearing as well. I'd imagine that, I mean, I've experienced that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's exactly what it's all about. Yeah. You know, so as you, I imagine you've probably given your chance yourself the chance to kind of take a step back, kind of look at what you've accomplished to this point. What excites you the most about what's going on right now with Waggle? Yeah, I think, you know, we are, we're just scratching the surface. I think that's what's, that's what's exciting. You know, we've, we've grown a lot, but we're still a, a small fish. I mean, we're still a small fish in a, in a big, in a big pond. And we, uh, you know, we have a lot of things coming this year. I'm really excited about this year. I think we've kind of had the last couple of years to hone in on things and we have a lot of designs coming, a lot of uh, new products launching. I think we have more weeks from here on out starting today in the remainder of the year will where we will be launching something new than where we don't uh so i'm excited about that um it'll be good for our, our consumers to to have lots of new products and things to choose from and i think we have some really fun things coming so uh, i'm really excited just for for the year ahead and um the, the new designs that we have coming out Oh, yeah. And we're going to keep an eye on it, too. And listeners, you should as well go out to getyourwaggleon.com and you're going to be able to look at the entire catalog of everything uh, that we're talking about today. Uh, do you see Waggle being on the back or the head of a, of a PGA Tour player one day? Is that the is that a, a goal? I, I hope so. Uh, I don't know. Is it a goal? Is it a pipe dream? What is it? I don't know. Uh, I've had the conversations. Uh, so <laughs> unfortunately, I know what the price tag looks like. Um, so it comes at a, at a pretty significant, uh, significant cost, but yeah, it would be great. I mean, I think that there's some fun guys on tour who would be like great representations of the brand. I mean, I was just watching the, the Phoenix open, uh, you know, earlier today and I saw Harry Higgs, I think he was on 16 and, um, you know, that guy is not necessarily like a household name, but I just love his personality. I think he's just kind of like a goofball. He has a good mm -hmm. time out there. And I think he's kind of like the representation of what I would want the brand to look like on a PGA tour guy. So, um, it's, it's hard and it's a long ways off, but yeah, it would be great one day to see it. 
Well, you're doing a great job. I know you say that you're a small fish in a big pond, but I mean, you, you've got some great stuff. You're doing a lot of good things here. And, and once again, listeners, it's getyourwaggleon.com. Go out, check them out. I mean, you're not going to see designs like this anywhere else, and you're going to love what they have. Travis, I really appreciate you coming on, but I know you don't want to give away too many secrets right now. Is there anything that you could give our listeners to say, hey, keep an eye out because you might see something coming down the pipe? Yeah, there's probably there's probably some things I could do. I'm trying to look behind me. I mean, people probably can't zoom in that um, that close. We have a uh, we have a number of new polos coming. <clears throat> um, we launched a couple today, a moose named polo to kind of go with the hat, and a catch and release polo, which is kind of like a rainbow trout polo. And if they haven't, if they haven't, if your listeners haven't seen it, we've released a Chubbs hat. I wish I had one. Um, Oh, I the, the do, alligator from uh, Happy Gilmore on hand, on hand. Yeah, it's oh, the alligator from from Happy Gilmore. So uh, we just launched nice. it today. It's already on pace to be our our best selling launch hat uh, that we've had. So this one's pretty fun. Um, I guess those things aren't necessarily new. They're they're fairly new, but um, I think they'll be good for people to see. I, I had my eyes on uh, your gopher hat as well. I, I think I might have to pick one of those up after we're done here. But uh, yeah, you've got a lot of fun, uh, fun designs like that, uh, many of which not only on the hats, but also to the quarter zips, to the hoodies, to the polos. It's really a great way to kind of mix and match, too, if you want to. So, uh, Travis, really appreciate you coming on. We'll be in touch. And listeners, once again, the, the website is getyourwagalon.com. Go check them out. Travis, I'm sure we'll do this again soon. Yeah, that sounds great. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it. 